Yo, yo, yo. my peoples fuck there is so much crazy shit going on in the fucking world right now right it is a crazy ass fucking time to be alive that's for sure i was just looking at the unemployment uh statistics and it was basically saying that we're headed for pretty much around 10 percent, so nine point something percent i don't know what alan jones was really talking about last night he was saying that the unemployment rate was at 13 percent it was close to five million people i'm not the smartest dude in the world so you can take everything that i say with a grain of salt and a lot of it's just speculation anyway but there just seems to be a lot of shit going down in the world where um we're really divided on a lot of fronts you know it's that whole kind of like uh woke versus sheep thing <laughs> they're saying some people are woke and then the other people are still sheep and they're asleep so where are you in the spectrum and i'll tell you where i am in all this i'm a bit worried to tell you the truth my family escaped communism in the early 90s and coming to australia was like winning the lotto for us and I know a lot of people out there are going to be like, man, listen to this wog talking shit, go back to your own country. All that kind of really uh, nice shit that certain Australians, you know, say and feel. But we embraced life in Australia. My family embraced life like a motherfucker in this place. We weren't going to sit around and take money from the government. My parents just didn't do that shit. The minute my dad came over, he had a job within the first week. The minute my mum came over a couple of years later, she had a job within her first week. They were both going to English school to better themselves and to learn English. And I was still overseas living with my grandma. I spent about two years over there by myself without my parents. But my parents were trying to get ahead over here and build something. And then finally, it was literally three or four months before the war started, my mum came to get me. She had to go through hell and back to go to Belgrade and Croatians going into Serbia wasn't a thing back then. It was a crazy fucking time, man. I used to see a lot of tanks going through my village and I used to see soldiers taking back a lot of weapons and that's basically what happened. So let me explain it to you guys in Australia. So imagine one state in Australia taking all the weapons back to that state and then starting a war out on the rest of the country. So let's say Victoria is Serbia. So what Serbia did, it was six states, right? So Bosnia, Herzegovina, Slovenia, Croatia, Serbia, Montenegro, all that shit. They took all the weapons back to Belgrade and then they started the war, the civil war. Croatians wanted independence. We didn't want to be a part of communism. So we were like, fuck it, we're going to fight. They used to come into our houses and take our livestock and take whatever we had. You couldn't have shit back then because the government would find out. They'd come into your home and they'd fucking take your shit. Imagine living in a place like that. Imagine having a fishing boat, right? And the government sees that you're out there with tourists and you're catching fish every day in your nets and you're emptying crab nets and whatever the fuck. And they come and they take your fishing boat because uh, 
They need it for some sort of government, something or whatever the fuck. Imagine someone coming into your home and taking your shit. Well, that's what we lived through. My dad was never a silent type. At university, he co-wrote a book with another guy. And in that book, it basically they spoke about Croatia being independent. Which in a communist country, you don't really talk about things like that. And the way that they punish you is by starving you. You don't want to conform. You don't want to have a little communist booklet. We won't give you a job. You want to work the land? Let's see how you do it without your equipment. So when we came to Australia, like I said, it was like winning the fucking lottery. We embraced life here like a motherfucker. My parents worked hard. They bought their first home within the first couple of years of being in Australia. They refused to rent. They refused to take money from the government. If they weren't earning money, they didn't want it. They just started building. They came to a better country and they wanted a better life. They wanted a better life for me as well. Well, after primary school, they sent me to private school. I used to go to Croatian school on the weekends. Part of it was like a religious thing for you to get confirmed and if you weren't baptized and all that kind of other shit. And then the other half of it was just knowing your history and history of Croatia and Europe and all the crazy shit that went on back then. When I came to this country, I never thought that I would see Australia like Croatia, but it just seems to be going in that direction. It's the same feeling that I had 30 years ago when we escaped Yugoslavia is the same feeling that I have right now. The higher-ups, they'll just crack you with the paycheck, and that's how they'll control your ass. If you don't want to fall in line, (laughs) you're not going to work. Over there in Croatia, if you didn't have this little red book, which was a little red communist book, you weren't in the circle, man. They would not employ you. They would make sure that your family starved, man. You wouldn't be eating. You'd be a poor-ass motherfucker. But there were a lot of poor people in Croatia, man, because they didn't want to conform. They'd rather starve than conform. Fortunately, in Australia, we've never really had to make decisions like this. We've never really had to make hard decisions like this. But it's coming. Life as we knew it is over. And this isn't some fucking bullshit scare tactic. This is individual stories of people losing their jobs, other people working from home, which will affect a whole bunch of things as well. Why rent out a building in the city when you don't have to, when people can just work from home? And what happens when you don't leave the house for a week? Depression, you don't get any sun, you're not socializing with people. There are consequences beyond consequences. There are consequences beyond the things that you might just see that are in plain sight. It's a chain reaction, right? So buildings aren't being rented out. Who's going to buy these buildings? Foreign investors. Also, now you got people working from home, the kids at home, the kids getting schooled from home. You know how crazy that is? So you're literally just locked up in your own house, right? It's a jail sentence. You might think to yourself in the beginning, like, oh, this is great. I don't have to leave the house to work. I don't have to have a shower. I can just go into my little office. I've got a little studio at home now where I'm doing this podcast from. It's fantastic to be able to come in here and edit and shoot things and and have your say and, you know, load it up online and hopefully five, ten people fucking click on it, whatever. Some of my hip-hop podcasts have been doing extremely well and kind of thought, even though this is a hip-hop show, hip-hop's always been about conversation. It's about hearing what's going on in the next man's state or in the next man's country. It's this global communication between people who might not have it the best. People who are a little bit oppressed and might not have it as good as the next guy because of their beliefs and because they stand for something. What does Jay-Z say? He's like, um, 
Silly rappers cause we got a couple Porsches MTV come by to film our fortresses But we forget the unfortunate But all we get is um I got a kilo of smack I sold it at the trap Some dude tried to rip me off so I shot him in the back You know <laughs> I had a little bit of feedback last week on my Griselda podcast some people were saying that I was way too harsh on these guys. And let me explain myself a little bit better when it comes to my Griselda podcast. With all the shit that's happening in the world right now, these morons are choosing to talk about gold chains, jewelry, kilos of heroin, bricks, cocaine, and how they used to be big bad gangsters. None of these guys are overly educated and they fit a certain profile, let's say. They're the rapper. It's the stereotypical rapper, the gold chains, the nice cars, the nice girls, whatever the fuck. But I honestly think that times are really changing to the point where people need to start talking about things that are going on in the world a little bit more and they need to leave that whole bravado bullshit to the side. Leave it at the curb and let's talk about the real issues here. Because there are so many real issues that are happening in the world right now, it's crazy. The Premier in Victoria right now is suffocating the state. Let me talk from my point of view. So people like me who have gotten used to going to work every day and building this crazy life where you buy what you want to buy, you have savings in the bank and you travel when you want to travel. People have mortgages, they have dogs, they have kids on the way. And some people that I work with have three or four kids. Other people have kids on the way. Some other people just bought houses a year or two ago. Other people have had their mortgages for the last 5, 10 years, 15 years. People are being let go left, right and centre. We all know there's going to be more. We look at what's happening with Qantas. They've literally just let go of thousands of people. And um, it's never that guy that earns 400k a year. It's 10 blokes that make 40 grand a year. Again, look at Qantas, baggage handlers, and it's the guys in the trenches. They're the ones that are usually the first ones to go. It's scary. So it's funny because I think a lot of people think about this corona shit that, you know, this is something that just happened, literally just came out of nowhere earlier this year. But coronavirus has been around since 1999, and they have been doing tests on the coronavirus since 1999. They've been putting in patents and working around laws and the Americans have been setting up uh, different companies in China and it's funny because China blames America and America blames China but they're both to blame. It started off in America, the research started off in America and then things were getting a little bit too heated with the research so they set up all the fake bullshit in Wuhan in China. This is both countries being as guilty as each other and they knew exactly what they were doing. And I'll be honest with you right now, I honestly think that there's a vaccine for all this shit but the agenda isn't money and the agenda isn't power, the agenda is thinning the herd. What do I mean by thinning the herd? Well. There's too many motherfuckers on the planet, right? And how nice is it lately when you go to the shops and there's no traffic? How nice is it when you go down to the beach or whatever and there's not as many people out? How nice is it when you go to a cafe? In May, I was going to cafes and I'd have pretty much the whole cafe to myself. Thinning the herd. And instead of them doing it in a way where, like China did it years ago, where you could only have one kid, where they sat everybody down and they educated people and they said, look, the world is collapsing. We need to slow reproduction down. And 
I know there would have been a fucking outrage out there and there would have been people like, oh my God, only one kid. You know what? I don't have any children and I don't know what it's like to have children. But if somebody told me that it was best for the planet to only have one kid, I'd be cool with that shit. Thinning the herd. The coronavirus is going to kill off a whole bunch of older people. You put a little bit of corona on top of a pre-existing illness and that person passes away. And what else starts to happen with lockdowns and things like this? Depression, people start being locked in their own homes and not knowing where the next paycheck is coming from. They start losing their businesses. They start losing their houses. Suicide rates go up. The herd starts to thin out a little bit, but not as fast as they want it to. But still, it's like we can't blame anybody because, you know, everyone's in the same boat. So you can't complain anymore either because everyone's like, you know what, I've got my own problems. So we're not there for each other anymore. Whereas before, we'd have networks for people who were in trouble, people with depression, people that needed to talk to someone. You'd be there for people, right? Not anymore because we're all in this together now. We're all fucked together. It's just the start. In Australia, I guess we're luckier than other countries, but this is just the start. They allowed you to take your superannuation out uh, pre-tax season once and then another time after the 1st of July. So people have taken out $20,000, they've done their shopping sprees, they've bought their TVs, they've bought their new washing machines, they've done renovations on their houses, but... We're heading into September and all of the money is drying up. So the packages have stopped coming through the mail. Now it's like, what now? So I noticed on Facebook people wanted a protest in Melbourne on the 5th of September, which I personally think is wrong. I think it's great that people want to protest and I want to protest too. But I think that the government, you know, that's exactly what they want from us. They want us to protest before this lockdown ends because then that's all they're going to talk about on the news. That's going to be the big thing and it's going to divide us even more. So what I think that we should do is just wait. Let's wait till the lockdown's over. Let's wait until this dies down a little bit. Let's wait till the cases go down and the media's not in such a fucking big frenzy. Then we'll protest. But doing it now and shit, like we're so close to all this being, the restrictions being lifted. All we need to do is give Andrews another excuse to just further this whole thing. And he's already talking about the state of emergency and all that other bullshit being extended. So I know that this is a hip hop show and I know that we usually talk about albums and music and... I know that this one might be a little bit more somber, but I feel like there's just so much to talk about and so much to say. And it's crazy how the world just flipped upside down in the matter of, you know, the last six to eight months or whatever since February. You know, the last six months have definitely been a challenge for a lot of people. A lot of people have lost their jobs and other people are getting comfortable receiving these benefits from the government. Um, Businesses like my workplace have been sold off. Investors are going to start swooping in. There's going to be other problems. Like I said, people working from home, depression of being locked down in your own home 24-7. I think that at the beginning, like I said, people will be real happy to work from home. It's only a matter of time till all that shit gets boring. It's definitely going to cause a chain reaction. Buildings being empty and cafes being empty and restaurants in the city being empty and people not being on public transport. It's going to affect so many people in different ways. And I think some people are going to be okay. I think that the people at the top, the decision makers and managers, and I think they're going to be all right. It's the people that are middle class and lower middle class that are going to suffer the most through all this. 
So what can we do? I think that we need to just sit still for a little bit longer and then we have to start telling our stories. Let's get lawyers involved. Let's get judges involved. Let's start asking people, you know, people that know what time it is and people who have our best interests at heart. Let's start voting for the right people because nothing's going to happen with just making stupid comments and remarks on YouTube and on Facebook and offering your opinion. We got to really stand up. They're trying to silence us in so many different ways. I already see that the Australian government is looking at Google and YouTube. So they want to know what you're Googling. And on YouTube, they want to know what you're watching. They want to see and follow the comments that you're making. So that's happening right now in Australia. And YouTube's fighting this shit. I don't know, man. I feel like there's just so many different agendas at the moment. And at the end of the day, the only people that are really going to lose are the middle and middle to lower class. I really hope that you guys are doing well out there. No matter what happens, oppression's a motherfucker. And it'll come in a whole bunch of different forms and, and waves. And hold your head up high as a human being. If you need to talk to someone, talk to someone. You know, get involved and, and help your next door neighbor out if you see that they're struggling or if... It's just having a small little conversation sometimes can really help. Be a fucking human being. Dig deep. Don't be so self-centered and shit. There's a lot of things going on in the world right now. So don't be, you know, showing off your, your new car or your fucking this, that, whatever. Just realize there are people that have lost their jobs. People that really don't know where their next fucking mortgage payment's going to come from. And hip-hop wise... I think that rappers really need to start talking about real things in life, the things that are really going on in life. They really need to start talking about how crazy the world is at the moment, not just about how much their gold chain costs and how many fucking diamonds are in their gold chains. And that's where I came from with the Griselda shit. So the Great Divide is coming, man, and uh, don't buy into it. We need to stand together. Stop fucking blaming your neighbor for doing something, not wearing a mask or whatever the fuck. Wake the fuck up. You know, turn off Channel 9 news and fucking media on TV trying to scare you and shit. Like, Channel 9 on YouTube doesn't even let you comment. So why watch their videos? A current affair and shit, all that stuff. It's fucking bullshit. There are so many more credible ways of getting your news these days on the internet. Don't be a sheep. Don't be asleep. Look into things a little bit deeper. Educate yourself on topics and we've got a lot to lose. We have to fight. My family has been through this shit before. It's fucking really hard to believe. I never thought that I would go through this shit again. And I'm in Australia 30 years later going through this shit again worried about my family worried about my mum and dad worried about my friends who might lose their homes worried about my friends whose children aren't going to school so much crazy bullshit happening in the world but as human beings we will prevail be positive help each other out show love and stop being a narcissistic fuck <laughs> I hope you guys are okay with this podcast. Yesterday I was doing some shit with Belroy key holders for five or six hours and my camera was acting up and I literally went to bed last night and I'd achieved nothing. And then this morning I woke up and I was like, man, am I really shooting a commercial for Belroy key covers for five or six hours and not having anything to show for it at the end of the day while there's all this other bullshit going on in the world? And I was like, yo, this is dumb, man. This is dumb shit. What am I doing? Making a commercial for a company that doesn't give a fuck about me? I was like, yo, it's time to fire up the roadcaster man get this microphone out seth rogan this bitch up 
and uh, share my thoughts with the world. So here I am sharing my thoughts with the world. Anyway, guys, I'm going to go get some breakfast. I hope you found this podcast, I don't know, informative or whatever the fuck. If you liked it, let me know. Shoot, you know, shoot me a message on Instagram and shit. I know it's a little bit different, but I'm open to discussion. I've got another seven weeks off work, so <laughs> I'm, I'm more than happy to talk to people and help people out. And if you need to talk to someone, man, I'm always here. So thank you so much for chilling with me, guys. As usual, it always means the absolute world to me. It's been your boy, Big Drizlax. You know, if you liked it, press the five-star shit, man. I won't hurt, you know. Share it. If you want to share this, share it. The more people that hear about all this kind of stuff, the better, I guess. So, for now, peace. Tu 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 tu